What's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to another Throwback Thursday edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And every now and then, I like to bring up some shows from the past just to give you all a taste for all of my new listeners. I have over 750 episodes dating back to 2011. So when I get the opportunity, I just want to drop a clip of a certain show just to give you all something to listen to that you may have missed to help give you some perspective on where the show used to be and how it's evolved to get you familiar with some of the show legends. Drop these every every now and then on Thursdays and um, hopefully you can um, get the most out of it and enjoy yourself and be entertained. This particular show we're discussing if fathers are still needed. You know, we have so many single parent households these days and I say that tongue in cheek, of course they're still needed. But that was the topic of the show. Do we still need fathers? And it got a little controversial at times. I was joined by Crystal Buck, Ray, Amanda, Dr. Willis, uh, Eminem, Eric, Robin, and Stanley. And so it was quite a few people that were on the panel. And, uh, well, you know what? Just take a listen and you tell me what you think. Enjoy. All right, I need to welcome on a couple of show legends who have dialed in. Let me travel to the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, and welcome on Buck. Buck, how are you? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well, man. You doing okay? Doing good. Just sitting here chilling with the page here in the background. Okay. What's up, dog? How you doing? All right. Thank you. Let me go to the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, and welcome on show legend Ray. Ray, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Q? What's up, Ray? All right. And I also want to welcome a newcomer calling in from the 347 area code, which I believe is in New York. And this is Eric. Eric, how are you? Pretty good. How are you all doing? Doing great. Welcome to the show. Thank you. All right. And there's some more people. Oops, hold on. Let me go to the 910 area code, the Tar Heel State uh, of North Carolina, and welcome on Bobby. Bobby Willis, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Q? What's up, fam? How are everybody doing tonight? What's up, fam? Doing well. All right. And we'll go ahead and kick this thing off. And, um, I mean, okay. We have statistics galore, but 24 million American children, which is one out of three, are growing up in homes without their biological fathers. And this is according to the 2011 census. Um, It says a lot of children in those homes experience an average of five partnership transitions. That's basically five guys in and out of their lives. All right. And that's tough for kids who are having problems, you know, just trying to keep in touch with their own fathers, if they even know who their their fathers are. So with the world growing into the trend that is growing into where you have all of these single mothers uh, who are kind of doing things on their own, regardless of the reason, be it, you know, one night stand, a a separation, a divorce, or whatever the situation is, um, we're trending to the point where, Dads are becoming very obsolete in a lot of households. And, Eric, since you're new, I'll go ahead and let you start first and give your two cents. Um, I mean, 
Are fathers still needed? I know it's not like a silly question, but I'm I'm going to ask it anyway. We'll just start from there. Are fathers still needed? I I think fathers are definitely needed. Um, just to give another point of view. I mean, certainly men and women are different and can bring different points of view to any relationship, and I think children need that as they grow older to learn the differences as to what's going on. One of the reasons I thought this topic was interesting and one of the reasons I dialed in is I am actually a father who my children are donor-conceived. I was diagnosed with uh, low sperm count, zero sperm count. My now ex-wife and I decided to have kids using donor sperm. But what interested me in the conversation that you guys are having tonight is part of the process is you're going to be addressing a lot of these moms who are single moms by choice, lesbian couples, that kind of thing, where people use donor insemination to create their kids. And what I have found is I do a lot of uh, blogging and talking and, and speaking on the topic of donor conception. And what I hear from a lot of young adults, whether it's in this country or other English-speaking nations that have donor insemination as a family-building tool, is a lot of these young people want to know who dad is, if not so much for the daily presence and what that brings to a family, uh, you know, the absence of a father or the presence of a father, Mm -hmm. These guys want to know who their father is more from a who am I aspect, who who am I genealogically-wise, who am I heritage-wise, medical reasons, and that type of thing. So for them, the, the question of, you know, the need of a father is more psychological, so they feel grounded and don't feel that dad was just some guy that sold his sperm in a cup at a, at a cryobank. Um, so that's the, the, the part of the conversation I wanted to bring to the discussion. may not be some of the stuff you guys were going to talk about, but I know part of what you're saying is that, you know, nowadays people can just go to a sperm bank and, and become a, uh, a mother without, you know, a daily dad in their presence. So I'm somebody that can say from experience, I'm in my kids' lives every day because in New York State, because I was married to my kids' mother when they were born, I'm considered the natural father. And even though we're divorced, you know, I, uh -huh. they're still my kids no matter what. But I think very much, you know, going on what you guys are saying before, I think having the presence of a father in, in uh, a child's life, you know, when you have a stable home, it's obviously the optimum, you know, thing that you want in a family. But uh, even if it's not there, you know, dads need to step up to the plate when, you know, if it's a different situation that they're not married to the mother and just be a presence to their kids. I agree 100% on that, Eric. I mean, um, studies show that dads help with impulse control. Um, they uh, help a child's ability to respond to certain crisis situations. Um, they tend to be better academically when um, fathers are um, present, you know, not as likely to drop out. And th there's a study that says that fathers are even the biggest factor in pre preventing drug use. Um so there are a lot of benefits to a dad, and again, this is not to slight the mother. I mean, there are some things that uh, mothers are, are excel in, but, you know, we're just focusing on the fathers right now. And so it's very important to have kids to, you know, have some type of connection with their father. Even if he doesn't live in the house, just that daily communication or just that communication whenever possible that's enough to satisfy the fact that he knows who his father or she knows who her father mm -hmm. is. And um, Bobby, let me go to you and um, let's talk about as far as what Eric said about lesbian couples. Um, you can still have two parents, but no father. Uh, does that play the same role? Is that 
somewhere in between a single mother and having a father present? I mean, how do you feel like that works? Um, I think that if, if that's that household, if that's the makeup of that household, then, um, then you know, I guess I guess the father wouldn't be needed because I'm pretty sure that one of the females is going to be acting like the man in the role anyway. And that's not to say that I condone that. Uh, as long as there's some kind of male interaction there, whether it be an uncle or you know another, you know, a brother or you know, older brother or cousin or something like that, I guess that's it, you know that that could uh, fill the void in that situation. However, during the, in a um, in a in a, a relationship with a you know heterosexual uh, relationship, I think that the father is needed. You know, uh, it, it, to me, it's, it's it's no different than asking the question. To, uh, you know, is the mother still needed? I mean, the woman, she didn't make the baby by herself. I don't care if it's through artificial insemination or what. You know, she didn't make it by herself. You know, the father should have just as much right and access to the child as the mother do. And I, that's just my opinion on, on, on the uh, situation. So I think that the father is needed because, you know, I've seen a lot of young men grow up in uh, single mother homes where there was no, uh, uh, you know, male interaction. And, you know, usually those those type of boys, they may not turn out gay or anything like that, but they are more effeminate. Um, they don't get out as much, or they don't they don't mingle with the you know guys their age as much because the mother sheltered them so much. And I've seen that even the ones that try to let them be free, they still protect them to such an extent that you know they're not getting the full advantage of of uh, learning. You know uh, you know like other little boys their age who may have a father in the house or, or you know uh, or something in that situation. Okay, okay, and let me um. Go to the 732 area code in Jersey. Go back to the 732 and welcome on Amanda. Amanda, how are you? I'm great, Keith. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. I'll get to you in just a, just a moment. I want to uh, get Buck's opinion on this. And, and, Buck, I mean, the same question that I asked Bobby, um, you know, how do you feel as far as lesbian couples are concerned? Does that second person feel the role of a dad, so to speak? Well, I mean, I mean that's a really a tough question. Um, I'm I'm not sure how that you know particular you know ish you know how they how they handle that. But I guess you know, I guess on lesbian couples, I guess one's got to be the father figure and the other one's got to be the mother. But in a situation with that, I'm I'm quite sure there's going to be some sort of you know male presence in the in the equation at some point, like maybe one of them's brother or something like that. And, you know, maybe they would, you know, use the brother or something like that as a father figure of some sort. Um, but, I, I, you know, I, I really believe that a, a, fa- a father is important in any, you know, in a child's life. They they got to have it. You know, um, I'm, I'm a divorcee as well. And, you know, the good thing about it is, you know, me and my ex, we work, you know, hand in hand as far as bringing up Sean Jr. So, therefore, he can do, you know, he has a, even though we're a thousand miles away, at the same in the same sentence, you know we're always you know we're on we're on the same accord you know when it comes to school and you know other issues that are pertaining to him. So that's you know that's the cool thing that you know at least you know we can do that, and you know talk to him on a on a weekly basis. So, you know I I just think this is important because if the, the child knows that he you know the father is always you know always trying to do what's best for him, then, you know, he'll grow up, you know, being a better individual in the long run. Okay, okay. 
And, um, you know, studies show, there was a study done at Temple University, uh, and this is information that I got courtesy of Mary LaBelle, who was in the chat room, who's in the chat room, who tipped me off to um, a pretty nice article that I read. And, um, you know, Temple University did a study, and they found that uh, no born, no boys born to teen mothers became teen fathers if they had a close relationship with their biological fathers. Uh, and that's saying a lot. That's, that shows that even though someone can be born to a teen mother, they don't have to be a teen parent themselves if the father is involved in their relationship, you know. And, I mean, it's just something, I guess, about that father present presence that really just helped to guide the child you know I mean you already have the mother there so if you have that that father kind of the yin to the yang or, or you know kind of that balance then to me that's what makes parenting a success most of the times compared to when you just have someone trying to do it on their own I, I mean Ray and I'll ask you as far as that balance is concerned what do you think a man offers that a, maybe the average woman can't give a child? Well, um, I, I can speak from my experience. I would say that um, a father teaches you how to grow up and be a young man and become a, a, a man eventually. You know, like the first thing that uh, your dad pretty much teaches you, you know, don't let nobody put their hands on you and stuff like that. See, a woman can't really teach a man that. They can go out and curse the money out if they get an altercation and stuff like that, but they don't really teach you how to handle yourself. They don't teach you how to work and how to just just do things the way a man is supposed to do them. And you, there's a lot of good mothers out there, and it's some good single mothers, and they do the best they can. It's just like if I were a guy and I had kids, I would never turn around and say, that they don't need a mother. Of course the child needs a mother, just like a child needs a father. Can a child be successful without either parent? Yes, they can. But at the same time, God gives you two parents for a reason, because they're both necessary. And um, I think that um, when you're a kid, you look particularly as as a boy, you look up to your father as your first hero. I'm not talking about a guy that's in and out the kids' lives that they don't see that much. I'm talking about a father that takes an active role in their kids' lives. And I think that if more kids had a father that would take roles in their kids' life, people wouldn't even raise the question of whether it's important or it's not important. The reason why kids are so out of control now is because they didn't have a father. I mean, you can take anybody that's had a father that's played an active role in their life and they have respect for their fathers. You had a healthy fear of your father because your father was a guy that you looked up to as a man. He was tougher than any kid you went to school with, and you were more afraid of him than you were any kid that you went to school with. And it's a healthy fear. They love you. They take care of you. They put clothes on your back, food on the table, but... You knew when you messed up, you was going to have to account for that. And I don't think that once you get a certain age, you have a healthy fear of your mother or your auntie or, you know, people try to make their own families nowadays. 
you know, two women and two guys and a woman and a dog and all that shit and being a family. No, I mean, you need a mother a and you need a father. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got a dog running the house. Oh, he's part of the family, putting him on a W-2 and everything. You know, people can make a family into what they want to make it into. But a kid needs a mother and a father. Yes, can they be successful without one of the other parents? Yes, they can be. But we're talking about without having scars and several emotional issues and stuff like that, you right. need a father in your life, but your father is very important. So I say I this kid needs a father. I don't know if that was the original question, but um, yes, they do. I think you had a lot of points there. I think you had a lot of points there. Um, in the chat room, Dirt. Dirty in Public said men and women are different, period. And even though people will hate me for saying that, it's true. They both bring different strengths and perspectives vital to a more real, well-rounded child. Um, and I agree. And on Twitter, Eric chimed in there. He says, as a divorced dad, I believe two parents provide balance and stability. Lesbian couples do great, but kids may want to know male genes. And... Yeah, I, I, again, I just think that it just adds a little more when you have the man present along with the mother. Um, and it's not to say that a – and we're not necessarily talking about a man trying to do it on his own because he has the same challenges that a woman would have. You know, there's certain things, certain nurturing qualities that he may not be able to give a child that the mother could give the child. You know, I mean, parenting is a tag team sport. And even though you may have a situation like Buck says he has where his child's across the, on the other side of the country, if you have that communication with the kid, then that's also key. Um, and, and mothers who feel like their child's father has their back are going to be better, better mothers, okay? If you're on the same page with the mom, then things are usually going to go okay. It's going to be a, probably a successful in regards to co-parenting. But we have this disconnect at times between the mother and the father due to issues they may have with each other. And that kind of leads to the question that I asked on Facebook over the weekend. Um, and I asked, you know, a question as far as, is it insulting to good fathers to have, you know, someone wish a single mom a happy Father's Day, you know? And I heard single mothers say, well, you know, she's doing it on her own and blah, blah, blah. And the father's not in the picture, so... And I, I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah, but I mean, he doesn't apply if he's a deadbeat. He's not He's not a father anyway, so Father's Day doesn't apply to him. But what about the people who are doing their job? And um, Amanda, I'll get to you in just a second, but I want to go back to Eric really quick on this. And Eric, what do you think? How do you feel when someone gives a happy Father's Day to a single mother? Does that you feel indifferent? Does it bother you? Or, you know, how do you feel? No, it, it it doesn't bother me. I mean, a single mom is, you know, like you said before, a single mom is trying to do everything for her kids. A single parent, whether it's a mother or father, is burning both ends of the candle. I mean, I got my kids to bed, and I got to do the dishes tonight, and I got to clean up, and I got to get ready for their lunches tomorrow. A single mom is doing the exact same thing that I'm doing, 
Um, but I know at the end of the week, my co-parents, their mom, is, they're going to be there. So I get a break. A, a true single parent on their own without a male figure, they're doing a lot. Do I, am I insulted if someone says to her, Happy Father's Day? No, not at all, because half the time you're just saying congratulations on being a good parent and putting your kids' needs above your own. And so I don't think that bothers me per, per se in that regard. Um, you know, if they said, you know, uh, again, looking at it from my perspective, my kids are created via sperm donor. If you look up tweets with the word sperm donor, half the time that's being used as a derogatory term because the father just all he did. He fooled around for the mother and then wasn't in the picture anymore. And so yeah. that guy is not a parent in any way, shape or form. So in those cases, those mothers are pulling double duty. They got to answer questions from their sons and daughters that may have been asked to a male if there was a father there that, you know, she may not be ready to. Like my own daughter at one point is going to ask me stuff when she starts having her period and that kind of thing. And if her mother wasn't around, I'd have to answer that on my own. A single mom is going to have to answer little boys, start talking about, you know, masturbation or whatever topics boys normally would have asked their father about. The mothers have to deal with it. So uh, it doesn't bother me if someone says happy Father's Day to a single mom. You know, it's just an acknowledgement that, you know, she's playing she's she is the parent, all of the parents. And so it doesn't bother me at all. Other people may have different opinions, but that's my view. Okay, okay. Well, you have a fan in the chat room, Dirty in Public says I love Eric. He's amazing. <laughs> she said that she wished her dad a happy Mother's Day since her biological mom was was missing in action at a very young age. Um, Amanda, I'll go to you and pose the same question. Uh, how do you feel when someone gives a happy Father's Day shout out to a single mom? I think it's I think it's offensive to an extent to all the fathers out there who are doing their job because there are I'm sure there are exceptions to the rule. There are moms who have really, really, really I mean, just absolutely done above and beyond I mean, or just stretched it to the very last. But there are some out there that I think it's almost like being a single mom is a is a badge of honor or a, a glorified thing. And if if that's your situation, that's your situation. It's not putting you down because that is your situation. But and some sometimes it's you know what are you doing that is keeping that man out of your life? You know, is it? Are you, is is it that he's passed away? Is it that, you know, he just is a jerk and just isn't involved? I mean, what is it? You know, and I think if you if you go there and you're turning into Happy Single Mom's Day, then you're you're basically taking the limelight off of the father. And let's be honest, fathers don't even really get the respect that mothers do anyway. You know, yeah. you go into like for Mother's Day, you know, you it's hard to get Mother's Day like a, your mama a last gift, a last minute gift on Mother's Day because people are in there and stuff is sold out or whatever and making a big deal. The restaurants are packed. Father's Day is not the same thing because fathers just don't get the same respect that mothers do, not just on their designated days, but really throughout the year. So I think if you take away from fathers on Father's Day, it's it's is I'm not going to say that a, a good father is not going to do what he's supposed to do because if he's a good father, he's going to do something regardless of the limelight. But when you're doing something like, you know, Happy Single Mother's Day or t- 
taking the limelight away from the good fathers. It's almost like, you know, showing up to uh, somebody's wedding looking better than the bride or wearing a white dress. It's just some stuff you don't do. You have to let him have his moment, you know. So that's how I feel. That is a very interesting analogy. I like that. I like that. I give you a little round of applause on that. I like that. (laughs) Let me go to the 248 area code outside of Detroit. And welcome on show legend Crystal. Crystal, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Feel free to jump on in. Um. Well, as far as um, you know, saying Happy Father or Mother's or Father's Day to to Mom. Um. You know, both of my kids did that. Um. For me, this Father's Day, I didn't um. You know, I didn't say, you know, hey, this is Father's Day. You know, I do both days. They just did it on their own. And I think for for kids who do that, they do it because uh, they are acknowledging the fact that, you know, the single mom, you know, this this horrible whore, you know, actually took care of them and did what they, what, you know, she had to do in order to raise them alone. So there is no father or male figure that was there. So um, the child would say, oh, well, screw my dad because, you know, he was there for me. But I want to say, you know, happy Father's Day to my mom because she's just a better person. No, they're doing it because there is no other uh, person to say it to. So I don't see it as a gift to men, to fathers, to good fathers, because they're not talking about good fathers. They are acknowledging that the mom filled the role on both sides and, you know, quite nicely for them. And so I'm not even looking at it on, on um, on the side of saying, oh, well, you know, all men are horrible, because... If, if the person was there for whatever reason, you know, th- that, you know, then they would have actually gotten the, you know, the accolades for being a great father, a great dad. Now, for guys that I do know in my life who work, who are great fathers, then, yeah, I said happy Father's Day to them. But, you know, it has nothing to do with with the person being a you know, just to all men, you know, because they, you know, someone said Happy Father's Day to their mom, who was a single mom. And, you know, I mean, to say that, oh, well, it must be her fault that she couldn't keep the man there. I mean, what kind of shit is that? <laughs> I mean, every I mean, every single mother doesn't want to be a single mother. She wants to be um, with the person that she had children with or that, you know, in, in the perfect world, yeah, we all would love to raise our kids with that person or with a someone, you know, to uh, help us. But that didn't happen. So, therefore, she has to do what she has to do. You know, so, I mean, I just think that it's, it, I just think that that was an awful statement. And, of course, you know, that men don't get their accolades or someone is, you know, taking something away. No one's taking anything away from good fathers. Not at all. Okay. 
Okay, I think it comes, I think it does kind of, a lot of times with me, let's put it this way, because I'm very indifferent on the topic. I think it depends on who says it. Um, if it's someone that I know personally, and I know that they have a bitter attitude to, towards their situation because of whatever reason they're single, then I think it can come off as offensive when they say it. However, if it's someone who, just like some of the examples given tonight, um, who just wants to recognize a person who's had to do it and they have a good attitude about it, then it doesn't bother me, you know? So I'm kind of in the middle. It kind of depends on who's saying it and why they're saying it. Um, but Bobby, let me go to you. Cause I think you also chimed in on Facebook about the topic. Yeah. Um, I, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I think it's, it's, it's the dumbest thing. Uh, it's probably the most stupidest thing, and even if that ain't a word, I'm going to call it anyway. It's the stupidest thing I've seen. Um, it's one day, one day out of 365 that set aside to honor men doing their, their job, their responsibility. It's not bad daddy day. It's not a deadbeat dad. It's not sperm donor day. And, and I agree with Eric on that, you know, that term shouldn't be used in a negative light, but it is. You know, so it's not that, that particular day. <laughs> so you got 364 days to whine about your, you know, your deadbeat, you know, baby daddy and all this other stuff, you know what I'm saying? However, though, if you had, you laid down with this guy, you knew he was no good from the beginning. Don't blame every single man for your, you know what I'm saying, for your. Not uh, every time, though. No, you know, but, you know, let me finish. You're right. Not every time. However, though, there are also some men out there that, you know what I'm saying, are being kept from the, from the, um, from the children. So they ain't, you know what I'm saying? I'll be honest with you. I'm in a situation right now. I got I got two kids that I, my, you know, my baby mother, she's getting her check on time. She ain't got to hunt me down, nothing. But she will not let me speak to them. She won't let me, you know, visit them. And, and I got to wait at least, you know, one month every two years to see them from court order. So, you know, by her definition, I'll probably dead be dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She probably tell not right. her folks, I'm dead beat. But guess what? Every single day I'm posting, I miss them, and I want to see them, and I'm trying to get the, her family members to tell them I still love them, I'm still trying. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we don't talk about that part. It's all about these dudes that are making the rest of us look bad. And I think to come on our particular day set aside, you know, to, to rant and rave about a, a, a dude that, you know what I'm saying, you're still feeling spiteful about, that's crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? We don't. You know, there's a lot of uh, good fathers, and I consider myself one of them. I don't care what nobody say. You know, my kids feel the same way. I think I'm a damn good dad. I don't, I don't get on. I don't wait till Mother's Day come and be like, "Well, happy Mother's Day to myself." You know what I'm saying? That's stupid. I can never be a mother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No matter how many duties I fulfill, and I have done that. I played both roles, as, as they say. But guess what? At the end of the day, I'm still a man. I got a penis between my legs. I still, you know what I'm saying? I'm still, a, uh, you know, I got a baritone voice. I'm still the man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a woman. I'm not a mother. No matter how many hats I wear. I wear several hats in my job. But guess what? I'm still not the freaking boss. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can call yourself that all you want to, but don't choose the one day that's set aside for the man. And like I said, and like uh, Amy said, and this is so true, and I mean, it's, uh, Amanda, I'm sorry. Like she said, and this is so true, there is no big lead up to Father's Day. You don't, you rarely even hear about it. We may get one or two commercials, but there's hoopla. A week, two weeks out from Mother's Day, I mean, it's a big deal, a big blown idea. We don't get that. 
And so the only time it's become a big, big deal is on that particular day when we got all these spiteful women, scorned women, talking about my, you know, uh, uh, happy father day to me, my baby daddy ain't shit, you know. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. But, I mean, that's my take on it. I, I think that, you know what I'm saying, you know, even though, like I said, I, I, sometimes I am indifferent to it, I, I still think that it's, it's wrong to do that, though. I'm here. I, I do think that, um, you know, it's all about the attitude. When someone says my kid's father's not this, not that, then those are the people I'm like, okay, just go away. But if it's someone who, you know, works hard and does everything they're supposed to do and they don't complain, I just, I, I look at it differently. I really do. Yeah, but still, uh, they can never be a father though. I mean, they're still a mother. No matter how yeah, hard I, I your job is, how many roles you feel, you're still a mother. You can never be a father. I, I don't disagree with that at all. I, I just think it's a matter of, but I don't have a problem with someone acknowledging that, you know, that, hey, you're doing the role of two. I, I don't have a problem but, with hey, that. But, I don't but think, in, fairness to the, in fairness to the women, though, Q, I got to say, though, a lot of men have been perpetrating this, too, though. You know what I'm saying? You get a lot of guys posting, hey, I want to, I want to give my mother a big happy Father's Day because my dad was never there. And, you know, so, I mean, it's not just the women doing this. It's the oh, guys that perpetrate, they're, you know what I'm saying, they're, you know, they're co-signing this action. So, you know, I mean, technically we can't really be mad about it if the guys are jumping on board with it, but I still think it's disrespectful, though, you know what I'm saying, that particular day. And that's just my opinion. Right, right. All right, and I agree with you. And I'm going to take a quick break, and I have a caller who's calling in, looks like, from Quebec. I'll get to you in just a moment. But um, I did want to mention another sponsor. Um the author of a book called The Hypocrites by Mara K. Eaton. And it's, you know, Are You a Hypocrite? The book is very interesting as far as the plot. I mean, if you lived a closeted cannabis lifestyle, then you are. You're a hypocrite. Read about seven people living in a closeted cannabis lifestyle that's on the verge of coming out in The Hypocrites by Mara K. Eaton, available at areyouahypocrite.net. You can purchase the book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, also available on iTunes. And you can check Mara out on Facebook as well. Go to areyouahypocrite.net to get more information. And I thank you for being a sponsor of tonight's Talk to Q radio show. Okay. Now, uh, I do want to say this. Like I said, the show tonight is focusing on dads and it's not by any means to slight mothers. None of this implies that men are better than at being dads than women are better than being moms. All right. That's something that I, I read on the article that Mary sent, and I think that is very true. Children need both. That's what we're trying to say. Children need both. Fathers, in my opinion, are still absolutely needed in their child's life. It doesn't have to necessarily be in the same household, but they're definitely needed. And let me go to the 438 area code, which I believe is up in, in Quebec. Caller, what's your name? My name is Stanley. I'm calling all the way from Montreal, Canada. Great show. Stanley, glad to have you on the show. Um, I don't know how much yes. you've heard, but did you want to chime in? Yes, yes, I wanted to chime in. Um, the problem I have with, with, with the, the thing is I don't hear when it's the time of the mother, like Mother's Day, I don't hear no man saying, oh, happy uh, Mother's Day. I never hear that. Ever. 
I never heard that crazy thing. So I don't understand. I, I I agree with the caller before. When it comes to the father, suddenly we're supposed to acknowledge women of being, oh, you're doing your job because you happy mother, happy father's thing? Really? And, and like the caller before, you're a mom. You're not a father. You'll never be a father. You'll never know what it is to be a man, ever. And I'm a little bit tired when 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 it comes to single mothers or things like that. We're like pushing it away, saying, "Well, she's doing the best she can." Well, the best she can wasn't the thing that she was supposed to do. That thing that was the best she can should be an exception, should not be the norm. Period. I agree. The best she can wasn't was was an exception. You know, I'm sorry when people are saying she did the best she can. No, she didn't. She should have done the best she can to choose a right mate to get married to do the right way to get a, a, a person implied. And I'm sorry to say, a lot of mothers, when, when the other caller before said, we can't put all women this side, but I'm sorry to say, a lot of women, you can. It's very weird to, to hear a woman who did it the right way, get married to the right man, ask the man if he wants to be a father, are you ready to do this, that, that. The most I hear is a woman tricking a man, or a woman decided to stop using the pill, or the woman not being responsible and saying, whoops, I'm going out with a guy who's not even treating me well, and I get pregnant because I want to keep him. Let's be honest. Or I hear the other guy, like the other guy, guys, men fighting up with women to, to have even rights to see their own kid until they pay the child support. It's okay. Come on. Okay. This, okay, this has strong. to change. Strong statements right there from from Stanley. I um I, I think that you you made one one of the best points that I think you made um was that some people do make bad decisions and you know based on those bad decisions that kind of puts them in the situation. I also agree with you that being a single parent, be it a mother or or a father, is not the norm. You know, a lot of people want to make it the norm, but it's it's not. You know, I mean. It takes two to make a yeah, kid for a reason, you yeah. know. So um, I agree with you. Q, this is Eric again in New York. I mean, certainly the definitions of what a family is have been changing over the last several years, and they're probably going to be changing a lot more over the, the next several years. I mean, people make decisions as to why they want to raise children as a single parent. Certainly as a divorced parent like Bobby, it was never my intention to be a divorced parent. You know, I'm co-parenting with my ex, and I think we're trying to do a good job. But I think the fact is that, you know, people make decisions for various reasons. Or, you know, going back to the base argument that we're talking about today, are fathers still needed? Yes. I mean, I think everybody here is saying to have a multiple-parent household, including a dad, is preferred as opposed to not to. Uh, but there are people that they specifically created children on their own as a single parent because they wanted to do it on their own and not have another parent that they would have to they didn't want to be a co-parent in any way, shape, or form. But at the same time, I think that, you know, they shouldn't, you know, they have to, everything we do as a parent has to be for the benefit of the kids. If the right. kids want to know who the father is and they want the father in their life, God willing, the father wants to be involved in life. Like Bobby wants to see his kids more often, and I wish him a lot of luck with that because I hate hearing that anyone's kept from their kid that, you know, hopefully when there are mothers who are single moms, even if that was by their choice, that if the kid determines they want to find out who that sperm donor was, that they respect the children's right to want to know who that father is and possibly have that father in their life, even if it's just to know who the guy is. 
and to sit down and have a meal with him to get a feel for who he is. But, you know, when there are kids who want to have their fathers in their daily lives, no other parent should prevent that. And I think that's important is that you got to give the children, no matter what pain a parent feels, male or female, the whole point of being a parent is for the benefit of the child. And they have to fight right. for that child's right to have everything they can provide for that child. And too many exactly. parents forget that. They think they think it's their role is I'm the parent, I get to decide. Yes, you are the parent and you decide what's going on, but it's not for your benefit. You're supposed to be doing this for the kid's benefit. You brought the kid into the world, now you've got to be let that kid be the focus, at least for the first several years, you know, until they're off at school and not living in the house. But as long as they're living in the house, it's your job to take care of them and put their put their needs first. And so, you know, dads play an important role in that. Moms play an important role in that. And neither should ever be discounted. But, again, at the same time, people make decisions for whatever reasons, and I don't think we should discount those decisions. But, again, once they make them, they have to understand that the, kids, the, the needs of the kid may trump the, the, what their decision-making was based on. Right, right. And I, I think that was very good, very well said. And um, a lot of people just lose focus, and they forget that it's about the child. It's not about their feelings. Um, Dirty in Public in the chat room said she was with her man for four years before they got married, and then they waited until they were married for seven years before they had a child, and he still bailed on her. So uh, it wasn't a situation where she's saying, I guess she's responding to Stanley, that it wasn't like a decision that she made with you know, impromptu or impulsive with a bad guy. Um, on Twitter, Crystal said they always blame the women. Why not blame the man who left? And and I think that's where we get caught up a lot of times, you know. Um, we always want to place blame, and we do it in, in a blanket fashion. We say, well, you know, all single mothers do this, or all single dads do this, and that's where we have the problem. Um that's why this is a controversial topic because people aren't accountable for their actions. Each situation is different. You have some guys who just leave. You have some guys who may get runoff, you know, or maybe just like kind of like in Bobby's situation where they want to be a dad, but the mother makes it hard. So everything is situational. So I definitely, you know, think people need to kind of watch how they, they word things because every single mom is not a single mom because she made a bad decision. You know, some people get divorced. Some people just got conned. You know, you have some guys out there who are smooth talkers. Yeah, I'll do this, I'll do that. And they find something, what they think is better, and they dip. You know, that's what happens. And you have single moms who are just a pain to live with, and they drive the dads off and use the child as a wedge. So it's blame on both sides, you know. So I, I just think people need to keep that in mind as well that is enough blame to to go around but um i i do want to i don't necessarily want to dwell on the on the father's day thing but i want to make sure everyone has their say and um let's see but did i get to you on this no no okay go ahead no go ahead with the question i couldn't hear it now I was asking, did I did I get to you on the um, do you care about if a mother is wish Happy Father's Day or not? No, um, I mean fathers already don't get enough notoriety as it is. So, I mean I understand there's certain you know extenuating circumstances where 
you know, where a, um, you know, a mother or a father, for that matter, is the only one that's in the child's life for whatever reason, whether it be, you know, whether they're separated or divorced, whether, you know, passed away or whatever. But, I mean, fathers need to get the notoriety they deserve, the ones that are, you know, doing their job and doing it well. I mean, it's the only day of the year that, you know, they need to, you know, that, you know, it's our day, so we should get our just due, you know. And, you know, that's the thing about it. You know, we don't need to take away from us the ones that, are, you know, look at the ones that are doing doing the right things. And that's what, you know, that's what is most important about. But I, I'm not going to get my feathers ruffled, ruffled or my, you know, draws in the water just because somebody says happy Father's Day to a mother because we don't know what the situation is. So it's not going to bother me. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. And Ray, did you want to follow up? Yeah, I think Mr. Shrinks will recall the mother, uh, wish a mother happy Father's Day because um, either you have a father or you don't. If you don't have a father in your life, and you don't have a father, it's like taking your mother to a Father's Day event. You just don't do that. I mean, it's disrespectful, not only to the father, but it's disrespectful to your mother. Your mother is is supposed to be what's unique about a mother is you only have one. So when you try to make them all different things or make them more than a mother, then you say being a mother is not enough. So I don't think that you should put a title on a mother as being a father. And I think kids need to take a look at the whole picture. I mean, as you get older, you know who it is. You know if it's your mother or you know if it's your father. A lot of people say, oh, they love their mother. Ah, big deal. Everybody loves their mother. But you can look at them, you can look, listen to the actions, and you can tell who was the parent that's creating a problem. Just like my man Bobby going through all this drama when all the men trying to do is see his kid. Now, kids ought to wake up and recognize and say, yo, my mom foul, whether I love her or not, she foul. Mm-hmm. And ain't enough ain't enough kids doing that. And if I'm paying my money every month and you turning your back on me, that's 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 foul as a child. You know what I'm saying? I I mean, you got to recognize these things. And any woman that'll try to keep a child from their dad and their dad is trying to be in their lives and they're a good guy, they're not a drug addict or anything like that. They foul, they lower their dirt. But I just think it's, it's, it's disrespectful. And, and a lot of people don't want you to disrespect the women and all this and that. I ain't about that. I'm about telling the truth. And if women stop doing certain things, then we'll stop talking about it. But until then, we got to raise awareness and let, let them know that a lot of women is foul. They're not about what's the best interest of the child. They're about their own agenda. And their own agenda is destroying these kids' lives because you're leaving one parent out. Who are you? You're not God. You can't tell a a, a, a a child that they can't be involved with their mother and tell a father he doesn't have a right, but then you want to collect them man check every month. Come on. we got to shut that down. And any women that's about that, they ain't shit. And we need to speak up on that. And a lot of women don't like the bad decisions. You say they didn't make a bad decision. All women didn't make a bad decision. But at the same time, you have to understand you can get tricked once, 
but you get treated twice, it's shame on you. And a lot of women got three, four, five kids and make the same mistake. And they still want to turn around and blame the guy. You just can't do that. You have to get smarter. And you have to realize that it's about the kids out here. It ain't about, oh, man, it ain't about a woman. It's about us coming together and being a parent. Okay. Okay. All right, Ray. I appreciate your two cents on that, man. And, uh, okay, I need to get ready to to wrap things up. I I think it's uh, a great discussion, and people are making a lot of good points on on both sides. And uh, I'll let everyone address that in their final thoughts. So I'll go ahead and we'll go with some final thoughts and let everyone just kind of summarize what they've gone through tonight, what we discussed tonight. If you have any last points to make, you can do that. And I'm going to start with Buck. Buck. Great show tonight. Okay, Great man. show tonight. Everybody, everybody had a lot of good points tonight. And, uh, you know, the bottom line of it is, you know, for the ones out there doing doing the right thing, making sure that, you know, making sure that they're part of their kids' lives, regardless of what the situation is, that's the most important thing. And we, we can't, we can't, you know, fall short for giving the fathers that are doing the right thing their props on the day that it, you know, that it's intended for. And there's a lot of there's a lot of us out there that's really trying to make sure that our kids are brought up right, and we should get the prop for it. And other than that, everybody enjoy the rest of your week. Okay. Thank you very much, sir. And Amanda. Great show as always. I enjoyed the heated discussion. Um, I think to me, um, and I certainly didn't, you know, didn't mean to be among the ones to offend any single women or single mother or anything, mothers or anything like that. And in a lot of cases, it's not, it's not their fault. And that's, that's not what we're saying. But there are some, there are some women out there that are looking at, you know, they want everything to be about them. They wanted to have a baby so that they could keep that man or to, you know, to get the tax write-off or, you know, all these stupid things that people have children for. And, you know, you could say, well, there's, there's, there's crazy people out there. Well, yeah, it's crazy people out there. And you'd be surprised at how many crazy people there are. And it's, it's starting to get to the point where, you know, we're the there's only a few sane ones left. So, you know, you can't look and say, oh, it's just few and far between because it's not. And when you acknowledge that, you have to realize that there are a lot of people scamming out there. There's a lot of people scheming and a lot of people that want to be the center of attention. It doesn't matter if they're using their child, their, you know, anybody. They'll, they don't care. So it's it's not to offend anybody, any of the single mothers that are doing the right thing. It's just mm-hmm. so many that they they want the focus on them. So you know maybe the maybe the whole point should be just to to celebrate the people in our lives every day, our mothers, our fathers, and the people that are doing the right things, and the ones that aren't. If they have a you know a National Cat Day, well I don't have a cat, so I'm not worried about it. National Sister <laughs> Day, I don't, have a cat, so I'm not worried about it. You know. It's just, um, but I'm not going to call my brother my sister just for a holiday. You see what I'm saying? So I think you have to, you have to focus on. Okay, if it doesn't apply to you, then keep it moving. And if you know your kids think so highly of you, and 
there. Happy Mother's Day and Happy Father's Day and, you know, celebrate your birthday five times a year. Well, wonderful. You're doing the right thing. That's fine. But I think that if a focus is on Father's Day or or whatever it may be, let the, the fathers have that day. That's That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. Good stuff. I just sent you a happy, a happy National Cat Day shout out on Twitter. Um, <laughs> so, and um, but that's that's very good. I appreciate that. And Ray, I'll go to you. Yeah, it's a great show, man. Great topics. Only thing, man, is time is just short. You know, and when we have a good mm-hmm. conversation, seems like time runs on quick. But um. It really does. But at the same time, I just want to say that, um, you know, as parents and as dads, and I'm not a parent, but, you know, I I do have a set of parents, great set. And as dads out here, they have to get their respect because the majority of the time, dads are the guys that are financing what's going on in the house, whether they're paying child support or whether they're the head of the house. And I just don't think they get that credit. And just like you don't disrespect a housewife that takes care of kids and cleans up the house and this and that, you shouldn't disrespect the dad that's out there doing the right thing. And when there are so many fathers out here just trying to go to court and trying to get visitation, but they pay them child support, and I just, I just really feel for them because the kids out here, especially kids in urban areas, they need a good set of parents. You have one parent want to do everything in their power to try to keep the child separated. What for? That's nothing but the devil. You're evil if you're doing that. You know, what's the purpose? You have to stop that and just concentrate on trying to give your kid the best life possible. If people out there would be able to do that, Put your differences aside. Yeah, he got somebody else or he got another woman. Hey, maybe you just wasn't good enough. You have to live with that and move on. But don't let the kids suffer because of that. And that's what I want people to take from this today. We're not here to bash on women, but women make things easy by the things that they do. Stop doing things and come together. If they do that, I think we can have a much better parenting situation in America, and I think kids are growing to something much better. You won't see all these school shootings and, you know, kids stealing and kids juvenile halls full because you got two parents. So great show. I just look forward to the, to the next show. Okay. Thanks, Ray. Definitely need to focus on the kids and what they need. So good stuff there, man. Uh, Bobby? Yeah, uh, as always, good show tonight. Um, you know, like I said, this is a uh, subject that's real touchy for me because, you know, like the things I'm going through. But um, I just want to say that I, I could care less, you know, to be honest, if a woman is saying that. However, though, it is it's disrespectful. That's You know, and that's the only angle I'm going on on this because, like I said, I could care less. You want to call yourself a father, you want to be a man, go ahead. But it's just disrespectful to do it on a day that's not set aside for you. To me, that's a, a, it's just a weak cry to say, hey, look at me. I'm a mother. I'm doing, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, you know. And to me, I, I think that's, that's just weird to me. I don't agree with it. 
I've you know I've been I've been a single dad, had my kids living in a house with me doing both roles the whole nine, and was still getting called a, a deadbeat dad by the woman whose kids was in the house with me. You know what I'm saying? So and you know, but not once did I step out, go on social media, and be like, okay, she's a deadbeat mom, or hey, I'm not a deadbeat dad trying to you know defend against that. I care less what people think. I know for a fact that those two kids that I can't see, they love me to death. You know what I'm saying? They love me, and I love them to death. So, and that's all I need. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's all the acknowledgement I need. But speaking up, on, you know, for all those guys who really do feel some kind of way about that particular day, and like I said, you know, I, I think that is wrong, that women shouldn't do that. And it's not all women. It's usually the ones that are doing that are the ones that, you know, have made the bad decisions, you know, because uh, cause women that have done what they're supposed to do, they're not chiming in like that. They're not chirping in like that. They're respecting that it's not their day. So, you know, it, you're right. It's not it's not all women. And just because the kids live in the house with you don't make you a great mother or a great dad. I've seen kids in the That's house true. get cussed at, you know, sent to a back room, and, you know, I mean, just, just horrible, horrible conditions. But yet... There's pictures of them and the, and the parent on Facebook smiling with a new outfit on, talking about me and my bae and, uh, you know, this is my life and my love and my heart and all that stuff. So, you you know, it's, you know you, you got to take that with a grain of salt. So um, it, it's just one of those situations, man, where I wish that, you know, and like we talked about this, Q2, when we were together, me, you, uh, Lady T, and my man, uh, uh, Eminem, you know, I, like I said before, there's a gender drift going on. And it's getting wider and wider, and we got to find a way to sit down as black men, black women, men and women in general, and sit down and find out how can we bridge this drift? Because right now there is a true battle of the sexes going on, and that's that's the ultimate underlying you know issue. It, it really is. It, it really is, man. And uh, I definitely agree with you on uh, the Facebook thing. If someone declares something on Facebook, then I usually just think the opposite. If someone has to say, yeah. oh, you know, I got a good woman, I got a good man, or something like that, then, yeah, you got problems. Exactly. <laughs> That's what exactly. I <laughs> Okay, I appreciate that. Let me go to Crystal, and then I have another caller that I'll get to really quick, and then, Eric, I'll let you finish up. Um, Crystal, let me go to you. All right, this is a very um, interesting show, um, though, you know, things were said that I was, pretty much knew would be said. And um, I would just like to <laughs> shout out to Eric, the only voice of reason in the male perspective on the show tonight. So um, that was really refreshing. Thank you, but yeah. I heard a lot of good things yeah. tonight. Okay, thank you. And um, Q, I look forward to your shows next week, so it should be just as interesting. Have a great night. Okay, thank you very much, Crystal. And really quick, let me go to the 601 to Jackson, Mississippi, and bring on Eminem, who called in extremely late, but he did get in. Eminem, how's it going? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? All right, Eminem, you pretty much know the gist of the topic, so you keep it quick for me, man. I mean, unfortunately, you died in late, so you got to keep it quick. All right, I, I just come in on, on one portion as far as, like, uh, women uh, hating on Father's Day or whatever. Uh some quick points. Uh, I, I love what Bobby said. That's that's the main part I heard. But don't be complaining about how you the mama and the daddy. But the but the the the, the nigga you with now, you know, it, it just got out of jail and you just got him out on probation. So when you're pregnant for this motherfucker in two months, now you'll be saying the same shit again. It's a cycle. <laughs> so you know you got to sow some sincerity on your head, you know. And uh, 
And uh, I, I just hate that women do that because it's primarily black women. It's just like black males are already the, the most defeated, uh, 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 detrimented, tormented, put-down species on this damn planet, black men in America, I should say. Um, and to have somebody who, instead of looking at choices they made, you know, um, and, and things they decided. See, first thing you got to do, look at yourself. You're just like, well, look, yeah, it's fucked up. This nigga ain't shit, but at the same time, my grandmother told me, you know, leave this boy alone with all this money flashing at you, and his ass ain't been to school in two weeks, you know, but you kept pursuing. You know, your grandmother told you, you know, leave this boy alone with his pants down to his ankles and shit like that. He ain't about nothing but trouble, but nobody wants to see. You can't turn around and have best of both worlds. You can't turn around and say, I need a thug in my life, but then you want to get treated like, you know, uh, 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 you know, Bill Cosby or something like that. Well, the Huxley. I mean, it's not a mixture. You know, it's 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 not tomato or tomato. You know, it's one way or the other. It's no in between. And I think until that's a real conversation, not with the chicks is already pregnant for sorry ass dudes, but for the up and coming generations, if you waste all the energy talking about how you the mom and the dad, what your ass need to do is go to a park somewhere. You see a lot of little girls run around and say, "Listen, respect yourself." Respect your body. Honor yourself. You know, look up to people like Sasha and Malia. Fuck these burnout holes on these shows like Love and Hip Hop and all this shit. And and, 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 and the slave, the biggest slave trade of all, Shawnee O'Neal. Don't be like them people. You know, take pride in yourself. And that's how you do it. If you're going to open your mouth to say something, you say some shit like that. But just badgering some dude that you, okay, it's like, yeah, man. This chick talking about me, but hey, I'm fucking her every night and still fucking her. She just got off the radio talking about, I ain't shit, man. I hit that last week. Just like, you mean, hell, nah, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Classic everything. I, I, I want to keep going, but I know that buzz are coming, so I cut myself. <laughs> He just really, I, I forgot about the buzzer. I was kind of stunned. I mean, you just brought the house down. That <laughs> he, he went out, he snapped. <laughs> he said the biggest slave trader is Shawnee O'Neal. Wow, I've got to put that on Twitter. Uh, you, you, you know, Eminem gonna take it. You know, Eminem gonna take it yeah. off the rail when he get on here. You know that. <laughs> okay, I appreciate that, and, and that's the beauty of the show. I mean, you know. No experts, just opinions. You know, I give people a platform. I let them talk. People may not like what's being said, but you have the opportunity to call in and give your two cents, you know, to give your rebuttal. And that's kind of what we do. So uh, I appreciate that, Eminem. And uh, Eric, I'll let you finish things up. Uh, (laughs) You have to go behind that, but I'll let you shut things down. (laughs) What, what I wanted to say is that what I liked hearing what Eminem said, and I I I grew up totally different than a lot of the guys on the on here, and I grew you know as a white kid growing up in the suburbs, what I dealt with is a whole lot different. But what I'll say and what I liked hearing Eminem say is that you know you can't control what the women say totally. Certainly you want to shut them down when they're complaining and you know things that don't apply. But I think what it comes down to is 
a, a man, black or white, whoever you are, if you're a father, you step up. And you, 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 you know, the only way you're going to combat crap that people are going to give you is you be the best dad you can be. Even if you can't get to your kids, like Bobby has right. some issues there, that as long as you stand up and show that you're an example and show the kids that you're an example, Happy Father's Day will always apply to you and will always be there. The one thing I wanted to say um, that I, I tweeted about a couple of moments ago is that these days you got a lot of guys that are out of work, white, black, Hispanic, no matter what background you are. And so a lot of men are playing more of the role at home than they did before because the women are somehow getting work easier than some guys are getting employed. So the men are playing more of the primary role in the households than they used to in the households that they're part of. So I think Happy Father's Day, you know, applies to them a lot more these days than it used to. I don't know what the percentages are, but, you know, maybe not a great change and shift of households. But there are dads that have stayed at home, and they're the ones taking the kids to school and the ones making lunch. So they're playing the primary nurturer role in some households, and that's got to be acknowledged. I mean, you know, we talk before about men and women and differences, and, you know, we always think of men as being the primary caregivers and breadwinners, but it's not always the case anymore. So I think the roles of who's the man and who's the woman, who's the mother, who's the father are blurred a little bit. But when you have a dad that's a stay-at-home dad and more of them these days than before, Happy Father's Day applies to those men, and they should be proud of it every second of the way. And I think, as we said before and the last gentleman said, you know, men got to step up for themselves. And as long as you show who you are and you have kids, the kids will know it, they'll respect it, they'll love you for it. And when they say Happy Father's Day and give you that hug, you savor every second of it because you deserved it. Great stuff. Great stuff, Eric. Thank you. Um, I, I mean, I, I think, and it's kind of what, what Ray alluded to earlier, that, uh, you know, kids do need to recognize when a father who may not be in the household is living up to his responsibilities, you know, and kind of like what Bobby was saying earlier, even though he's not able to see his kids like he wants, he does what he needs to do to show that he wants to be a part of their lives, being, you know, trying to make contact or even taking the mother to court, doing what needs to be done. And, uh, I mean, it has to be something said for that, you know. So I, I think you made some very good points. I appreciate your contributions to the show tonight. And uh, you're definitely welcome back for any show. You know, follow me on Twitter, and you can keep up with the schedule that way and join us for any discussion we may have. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. All right. And that's going to wrap it up for tonight's show. Uh, there was a caller in the 661. I'm sorry I'm not able to get to you this evening out there in California. Uh, well, you know what? No, I take that back. I take that back. Let me go to the 661 really quick. And caller, what's your name? Take a guess. Take a guess. Uh-huh. It sounds like Robin. Is Robin? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I haven't called him in a long time, and I said, you know what? Tonight's topic was good, and I missed it now, huh? You did, but I'm going to give you an opportunity, you know, since it is you, and <laughs> uh, give you a chance to chime in. So go ahead and, and give your two cents, Robin. On, I mean, I'm sure you know what's, what we're discussing, so go ahead. So just give me the topic one more time. What, what's the, the general basis well, of the, the topic? The, I know it's about the main thing. Father. The main thing we got into tonight was, uh, you know, should mothers be told, single mothers be told, Happy Father's Day. 
And we talked right. about that. And if our fathers still need it, because there's so many single mothers who are, you know, choosing to raise kids on their own, or maybe lesbian mm-hmm. couples who choose to raise kids on their own, you know, our fathers still need it. I think fathers are definitely needed. As a single mom, I know there's a, a point that I'm not going to be able to touch for my daughter or my son that a, a male or their father can um, definitely fill that void. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm, I'm not going to try and give them as much as I possibly can um, to, to help try and make sure that they, they're getting what they need. But I definitely think fathers are needed. Um, as far as wishing single moms Happy Mother's Day, I'm not for it. Um, actually, my son wished me happy, I mean, happy Father's Day, I'm sorry, wished me happy Father's Day yesterday, and I asked him what did he mean by that, and he said because you have to do a lot. So, you know, it's, I guess the content of what you look at it, he wasn't saying that I was his dad, but he was just saying when it comes to taking care of them, and it's because we're here by ourselves that I'm the one that, that does 100% of what needs to be done. But, no, um, men have a place when it comes to raising children, and uh, fathers uh, should definitely be celebrated on Father's Day. It is not a day for for mothers or single moms. It is a day for fathers. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate your two cents on that. And uh, I'm glad you were able to call in, even though it's a little late. I'm glad you were able to get in. I know it's probably past your bedtime. Since you normally you know go to bed when the sun goes down. <laughs> it is, but so. I got a couple of things to do tonight, so I stayed up. Okay, okay. Well, I appreciate well, that, I'm Robin. I'm sorry, Mr. Show. I'm sorry, Mr. Show. I'll, I'll be better next week, I promise. Yeah, I'm going to say try to get in sooner next time. Okay, I will. <laughs> All right. Have a Thank good night, you. you too. And uh, Amanda sent me something on Twitter. Uh, this is a legitimate story, but a couple named their twins after two members of the Wu-Tang Clan, Raekwon and Ghostface. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Damn. Okay. They must really be Wu-Tang Clan fans. All right. But thanks, everyone, for the participation tonight. Great show. Great feedback. I think everyone did a great job and made a lot of valid points. So thanks to my show legends, callers, tweet chatters, chat room participants for participating on the show. And that's going to do it for this Throwback Thursday edition of the Talk to Q radio show. Go to TalkToQ.com and sign up for my email newsletter so you can have the show delivered to your inbox each and every time it drops. Follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. I appreciate your support. Uh, Word of mouth is the best exposure for me. So please spread the word and share the podcast on social media. It only takes a second. Thank you so much and have a good day.